everyone. Welcome to Love About Town, a podcast where two brown nerds talk about sex, dating, and relationships and try to be better. As always, you have me, your host, Kenise Mobley, and your boy Rohan, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We have a wonderful guest this week, Billy Presida, host of the Man Whore Podcast, where we discuss the logistics of fulfilling your sexual fantasies, the ethics of sex work, and being comfortable with your body. So thanks for listening and enjoy the episode with Billy. Billy, have you been able to date at all during the pandemic? Uh, so I, I purposefully haven't been dating because mm-hmm. pandemic. I have a girlfriend, so okay. like, that's great. But we're polyamorous, so like there have been some uh, sexual stuff that have happened. Uh, you know, sure. the New York City Department of Health recommended we try gl- glory holes. Yeah, that's right. Well, like, Do you remember that? Yeah, there's, so there's a curtain hanging there with a hole cut out. That's <laughs> been fun. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're getting creative, right? <laughs> Wow. Is it so you have to just like limit the amount of partners that you have, or do you have to just be like more upfront with everybody? Like, how does that work? I mean, I'm pretty like I don't want to be face to face with many people. I wanted to be full. I was of the camp of let's all stay home and be miserable for three months. I think we can do that as a collective society. And then the capital P people were like, "Fuck you! I need brunch." And I'm yeah. like, "All right, well, I guess I will." <laughs> Also take calculated risks from time to time, but not as much now as I did in the summer. Sure. Um, so yeah, so now it's like strictly sex with girlfriend or anonymous people with a physical barrier between us. Okay, I have so <laughs> right. many questions. You specifically said anonymous, but th- you're in the place that you live. Correct. Okay. How? How? <laughs> just, just how? <laughs> uh, well, so I live in a two-floor apartment and so i have the entire basement and there is a separate door from the front door upstairs that goes to the street so in theory i can prop open the two doors that get someone from the street to here and then there's a hallway and then where the hallway opens up into like the room there's a you know this curtain yeah Uh, it sets up nicely i have my own half bathroom down here so no one has to like interact with anyone elsewhere uh, and then they leave, close the doors behind them, and then I just be like, you know, that probably wasn't a dude. And then uh, life's good. <laughs> okay. Wait, have you actually been using glory holes? Yeah, yeah. But you haven't. Like, I just like. Wait, really? <laughs> I've always wanted one since I was a wee lad. I was just wait, like, and so, so you wait. literally <laughs> have been. So, to, wait, this wasn't a joke. You you have he's been inviting people. Over. I could turn my. I, yeah, I'm not funny. I know you don't know me. Too much. I'm not funny to make jokes. I just live a ridiculous life, and I say no. That it's fine. I love it. I, okay, okay, okay. I am okay. It takes so much for me to allow anyone into my general apartment and certainly into my bedroom. The idea of unknown stranger having access to my home, like, oh, it, I am experiencing stress right now just at the thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but more so, like, where do you find these people? How do you communicate? Like, yeah. stranger person, come to this place. You see Is a there face a line? Or no? I don't, <laughs> so many questions. Well, yeah. I mean, for one thing, you know, all the privilege I could possibly get. I'm just, I'm trying to use it before it's taken away. I'm happy mm-hmm. to give it up but until they're taking it. I might as well use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Resource. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I've been using Reddit and that's been really fun. And then I also have, <laughs> I'm a ridiculous human. My field profile, I've changed. So that's actually just a picture of the curtain and it says what's happening. It has my kick and you know, and so I'm, I'm actually, I'm talking to someone right now who seems very interested on there. 
Um, you, you talk to a lot of people, and then some come ac actually come through, but it's pretty fun. So wait, how so, frequently does this happen? I'm sorry, yeah. Rohan, I'm interrupting you, and I don't mean. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're asking all the questions I want to ask, but go on. Yeah, how often does uh, it, it It just depends. Like I'll put up an ad, and sometimes I get random. You know, I'll get a I'll get a response immediately. Sometimes I get a response a couple weeks later. Wow. I think I've had five different people come through and then one or two of them have done like a lot of repeats interesting so like i have okay. someone who's like I have, I have someone who i've met up with 10 times i've never seen her face wow and this okay and then the whole wise what does she sit on a chair and then you put your penis there or like how does that work there's a i'm a gentleman there's a i put a pillow out okay uh, <laughs> yeah. you know get yourself comfortable uh-huh. <laughs> is it wait, is it just for a head or is it also penetrative sex? We've just been doing head. Okay. Uh, oh, see, I was I, I was like I was thinking like, oh, like you're you know, you she you're putting your dick in her in her in your her vagina. She's it's like, also oh. not like I don't know, it's not practical it's not as good practically for sex unless I leave something over there that they can like bend over and hold on to. Mm. Otherwise, like, you know, I don't yeah. know how they're really what they're gonna do, like bend straight forward and like we're gonna be really gentle. So yeah, no, it's been just for head. It's been pretty fun. Uh, one lady asked if I would suck her uh, breast through it. So she like, we started the encounter with, instead of her putting her fingers through, which means like, okay, I'm ready for you. She just oh. stuck the titty up and just wow. had me suck on a nipple for a little while. Damn, nice. Okay, she got off. So, okay, I just have I still so many questions. So clearly there's like a set of etiquette rules around it. Therefore, you can establish that the fingers through come here motion means someone's here. Yeah, this is have all you always known beforehand. this? Uh, well, you know, I've, I don't know. I've, I'm esteemed in whatever weird sex niche cultures. So mm -hmm. you, know, you hear things here and there. Um, in communicating, when someone hits me up, I'm just like, you know, I ask them first, ask me all the questions you have, which they're usually a lot of the ones you have. And then when they're like, yes, let's do this. Let's pick a date. I give them the whole rundown. So like, here's how it's going to work. Here's when you're going to text me. Here's the address. Here's what you should expect. You're going to come through two doors. You're going to see a hallway. There's a bathroom. There's a glass of water. You totally don't have to drink, but like, I promise it's safe, but you don't have to. I won't be offended. Um, <laughs> when you're ready, just stick to a couple fingers through. It lets me know you're ready for a penis to emerge and I will present said penis and <laughs> wow. we will pretend this is normal. I'm so yeah. square. I'm yeah. so square. Like, no, 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 no. It's as long as it's what you're not square unless you want to be doing more and you're not. If you're doing all the things that Kenise Mobley wants to do, then you're exactly as kinky as Kenise. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kenise <laughs> never, but let's be honest, Billy. Even if Kenise was doing all the things that she would want to do, she'd be like, no, I'm not doing all the things that I want to do. You know, there's always something else. Well, there I there is. So, so like, you know, talking about sex on the internet for a living is weird because like I'll get a lot of people's fantasies via email DMs and stuff I think people are just excited that like someone else isn't uh, someone else is like ready to hear that and they're not going to think they're weird this and the other thing one of the most heartbreaking things I find out is that like there are people who have these like great hot sexual fantasies and they think they can't realize them because they think it only exists in porn Mm -hmm. But I'm like, so many of these fantasies are realizable. Like I threw three gangbangs in a year, four gangbangs in a year once for not, I'm not into gangbangs, not my thing. But I've had, mm -hmm. I had four different people. Three of them were, two of them were strangers. They reached out to me saying like, look, that's always been my fantasy. You seem like a guy who can make that happen. Could you help me with that? And so like, was it I was a like, woman sure. or a man reaching out to you? They were all women. Uh, during the pandemic, a trans woman uh, reached out. But I was like, pandemic, what are we, dumb? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like, 
they were like, I want to do this thing. And they just don't even know where to begin. So I was like, cool, let's start. Let's talk about what you want to do. Let's talk about what you don't want to do. Let's talk about boundaries. Let's see, like, tell me what kind of people you want. And then let's make, let's make something hot and sexy for you happen. Okay. Is that a service that you, like a facilitation consultant? Like, cause I mean, I, that is gangbang specifically is not, exa- it's like adjacent to a fantasy I have, but it's not the fantasy I have, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, it's always like a, well, how would you do that? If I you- like to consider it like a fantasy fulfillment service now. Uh, it is <laughs> that when the trans woman reached out, it was like, look, pandemic, but we can talk about a price how, okay. to help me do okay, that. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is a real thing. But like whether it's like you, you don't know how to set up a threesome with your man or you have always wanted to try a glory hole or you, I don't know, you don't know how to, you want to start doing some BDSM. I think a lot of people just get really intimidated because we don't talk about this shit. So it all seems pornographic when it's all incredibly real. Like people think like, oh my God, orgies are real. I'm like, yeah, you can, you could go to five orgies a week in New York city if you really wanted to. Right. It's like, they exist. That seems like a lot. I will say. Me too. I tried two in a night, way too many. It's just, you know what? (laughs) You're you're tired after the first one. You just, no, thank you. I think I would want to go to an, I think that that's like something that I would want to do is go mm-hmm. to an orgy and I have no idea like how to even sure. start it with that. I mean, obviously, like you said, pan- pandemic. Yeah. You know, I'm like, also I'm, talking I'm, non-pandemic time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, of so, course. A lot of these fantasies you'll hear people say and talk about, oh, I wish. It's like, you can. It's like before the pandemic, what's stopping you? I don't know how to get invited to one. Great. Yeah. You, there's someone like me. You go like, Billy, oh, I'm totally, I promise I don't rape anybody. I'd be like, all right, cool. Now we can talk. <laughs> right. And suss it's good you that out. they would say that. Hopefully. Yeah, like that. yeah. I don't rape anybody and I'll cut my nails before I go. To yes, board. that's so important. I'm so yeah, tired that's of like bad the important nail things. Yeah. Shower yeah. as well. Also really. Shower, of course. Yes, forget. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just, I'm a really big fan of people like going out and getting what they want um, and not thinking that it's like closed off just because like they don't know anyone. That's the other things like you think no one else does this. Yeah, you, you know them. They just don't. We don't talk yeah, about, it, not brunch, that's about all. it. Yeah. Yeah. Would you facilitate these gangbangs like at your house, or would you like rent a like a, a place like an Airbnb or something, or like how did that how does that work? That year we did two at my place because they those two were smaller. Uh, we did one at a friend's place because we I, I had a friend who she wanted to also be in the gangbang with her mm-hmm. strap on and she had a bigger place and so we did one there which by the way like you're, you don't want it's like it's great to have women with strap-ons at the gangbang but if mm-hmm. you are like a bio dick haver like gosh does it suck because you will never be the best dick in that room if of a course. chick shows up with a strap on because like she will always she will fuck the 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 special the special center person better than anyone else at the party because you can what just is, keep going. <laughs> what's the what's the definition of a gangbang? Like how many people have to be involved for you to be considering it a gangbang? Is it four? Is it like is that the minimum? I mean, this is like a hotly contested topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I I know it's a hack question, but I'm sure because it's I'm sure hacks, been, dude, there have been sex parties that have been on pause over the 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 qualifications for calling it a sex party. Wow. It's uh, it's it's real. No, um. Personally, I think uh, a gangbang or a bukkake or a blowbang, anything like that, mm-hmm. is like one special guest of any gender being fucked repeatedly by a bunch of penises, yeah. whether they be strap-ons or real cocks or whatever. Um, and the, the, the gender makeup doesn't really matter how many people. I personally think it's not like really a gangbang unless there are four penetrators 
for the special guests. Mm -hmm. That's why I think, and it's all, I think it also involves simultaneous action. So it's like, if it's one after another, I think that's more of a train. That, but, sounds, uh, so, that sounds like what Urban Dictionary told me, yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, what I think. I'm curious, Kenise, what's the, so what's the fancy that's adjacent what? to a thing that's not quite... Yeah, Kenise, tell them your fantasy, dude. I don't know fantasy, how dude. personal y'all are. On tell, no, no, we're very personal. We, <laughs> we, we, we are very I, personal all the time. Yeah, we give a lot this of This is very funny because I also know that my family listens to this podcast. Yeah, um, so... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to say, and also, but also family. Rohan's family doesn't listen. No, my family doesn't know this exists. Uh, well, I think my brother probably does, but he just hasn't told me. He doesn't listen. But, no, no, he might. I don't know. This is a good question. You guys is have a, to start this... talking about this stuff. He's your well, brother. Well, I, I know. Well, whatever. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, Kanice, tell them, tell them your fan, tell them a fantasy yeah. you want. To I mean, I think, I think this okay. is great because Kanice, so this, the dynamic of the podcast is, is that I am very like, I don't know what I, I, I'm very blase, like bland. I'm a bland sexual person. The idea of going to a sex party to me is very new and I want to explore this aspect of myself. And it took me 34 years to even think that I could do something like that. Yeah. But Kanice is like very open. She's tried BDSM. She's tried like, you know, I don't know. You you you've gone like, to a sex you, club before. You like you've done you've done you things that are more adventurous than even the average person. And so now that you've done those adventurous things, what's what's something you wanted to be like? Let's do this. I think, and part of the reason why I asked uh, the gender makeup of the people who were asking about gangbangs <laughs> because I, I know that that is a thing that a lot of women like, but don't say that they like and don't mm. feel comfortable being public about their desire for that. I think uh, I am also a baby steps person. Like mm -hmm. that seems like something like that's senior year. Okay. And I'm still a <laughs> freshman. So like, yeah. let me take the intermediate, like, let me take the 200 level and the 300 level classes so I can get there. Mm -hmm. I would like to take the 100 level, 200 level, 200 level means two dudes. That's the nice. course that I would like to take. Mm -hmm. And that's incredibly attainable. I know. If anything, you, you'll go for two dudes and you'll accidentally end up with three. Like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's that attainable. How do, you, how do you set that up, though? What is, like, the legit... I will, if I need to Venmo you, always, I know that these yeah, are that, trade that, secrets. But. I think that that is truly, like, as much as people are, you know, in their own heads about their own sexual fantasies and desires, I truly think the bigger hurdle is logistics of it. Mm -hmm. like, I Bill, love you're logistics. Totally right. This is something I don't know the logistics process for. Yes, right. No, no, no. That's the thing is that <laughs> yeah. there are people who want to exert in their, their in whatever their fantasy, but truly like 80% of it is like, I don't even know how I would start something like sure. that. Which is why it's so funny that you're just like, you could get, have an orgy every day if you wanted to, and you were pre-pandemic. And I'm like, really? Yeah, there were that many parties going around. I mean, I don't get the invites yeah. to all of them. I'm not sure, that of course. Cool, but like, I, you know, I have friends who are like every weekend party goers. You know, I, I went to a, um, a workshop at the Brooklyn Sex Expo a few years ago, and there's this uh, one sex educator, Reed Mahalko. He said, like, threesomes, you know, all you need to have a threesome is you and another person want to have a threesome. You only need one other person. He like yeah. shows like, it's not the hugest hurdle it just kind of depends like what you want what kind of people you want to be with are you working on your own do you have at least one other person like i'm a fan of uh, i mean and i have very sexual friends but like i'm a fan of like start with people you know if you're into that and if you're more into this like i want to fuck two dudes i've never met before and never see them again that's also a route you can go you can go with personals ads you can go with like the reddits of the world and and i did not know that this was reddit i i did not yeah, know, I didn't know reddit this had was reddit these options either. Yeah. reddit has a ton of like 
sex personals subreddits. It can be a dumpster fire when you're like a woman. So, you know, again, it's like, I mean, I get random shit for just putting up a glory hole ad because guys don't read the gender tag. Mm. I have a lot of dudes being like, you ready to suck this lady? And I'll be like, I'm one of no, you. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man. Um, so it, you do have to put up a lot of spam in your inbox on, mm. on Reddit, but there's online places is what I'm getting at. Or you can go with like the network that you know. You and another dude could go out to like try to pick up another guy. There are also like dudes who like actually, and this is something I find fascinating because like I don't have a lot of guy friends, uh, but like there are guy friends who like they tag team women together like on the regular. Like if like there might be a dude that you used to fuck pre-pandemic who would go like, oh, you want to have a threesome with another guy? Like I, my buddy Tony and I, like we do that. Like I want to see a picture. <laughs> so there's like a lot of ways to go tackle what you want. It just depends on like how you want it and what kind of people you want involved. That's you're making it sound so easy. I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> I yeah. know. So if you have like the highest, the more obstacles, whatever you're trying to put together, whatever your mm -hmm. fantasy is, whether it involves one, two, three, or 12 other people, it's like the more you require, yes, the more difficult it will be. Right. If you want the two dudes to look a very certain way, be a certain way, also like not voted for Trump, you're going to face like, you know, you got some hurdles to put all those things together. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the gangbangs we did had like a lot of requirements. So it was tougher to get all the dudes. Mm -hmm. Whereas then we had one where she, you know, she wanted to be blindfolded. She wanted to see how many she could take over the course of a couple, you know, a few couple hours. So yeah. like we booked 35 guys. Not all of them showed up. I think we got to 18 or 16. Well, half of them showed up. Wow. Okay. Honestly, right. logistically, that's impressive based on the type of call you're putting out there. I, um, I'll let me. I'll tell you how impressive and how fun the logistics were for that in a moment. But it was like she just so she, the requirements were really like no dicks bigger than eight inches and like you know don't be a douchebag and take a shower. Like so that's really easy to book. Right. Right. But someone who's not going to be blindfolded who wants to see them and approve the looks. Yeah. Now we're dealing with like more filters with the third with that lady um who actually was on my podcast recently under uh, the title is how to have a gangbang uh <laughs> well i'll have to listen yeah, to that i'll have to listen to that we, episode we did that at my apartment but we only could have like five six guys in my room at a time so i had squadrons split up so like there was a kick group chat for each squadron so like alpha squadron came over right away beta squadron waited in the living room the C squadron was at a bar two blocks away and the D wow. squadron. Okay, okay, okay. The squadron okay. was pretty much done. They left and I would kick the next group and they'd go from the bar to my living room. The living room go from living room to my bedroom. And then I had a buddy who like just kind of wanted to watch here and there. And so he played like bouncer. Like he, you know, he helped out with the uh, cycling people in and out. Logistically, <laughs> that sounds like a fun exercise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> truly, oh, okay, okay. Man, that's a lot of dicks. That's a lot of dicks. But yeah. that, the thing that, that that is not my first question. My first question is, what do these dudes talk about while they wait to fuck? Yeah, that was also thinking. Like just that. like five dudes hanging out in a bar. Like, are you like, oh my god, I like this team too? Like, what? What is the dynamic? You seem yeah. to have kick open a lot. Also, are you waiting for the same thing I'm waiting for? <laughs> it's like when you go to Happy Ending Massage Parlor and it's on the third floor of a building and you're in the in the elevator with a guy and you both walk to the Happy Ending Massage Parlor door and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder what you, I wonder what you moan like. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. Wait, I, how much I'm... alcohol is involved? Is there a lot? Not a lot? I mean depends on who yeah. wants what like i mean i'm not feeding the chick alcohol the guys probably had a drink or two yeah um, okay pending you know i don't 
I didn't ask everybody. No, uh, no, no one was like noticeably fucked up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Right. Wait, is this well, during well, the, the daytime went, at night? When is this? I think hers was in the evening, but like the one I threw for my girlfriend for Christmas last year, which was what she asked for. Mm-hmm. I was gonna get her jewelry, but she wanted again. <laughs> that we did at a hotel. I think like in the late afternoon. So okay. like whenever. Wonderful. How many people were involved in that? I think we had eight. Oh, okay. So that's a legit, so, yeah. legit gangbang. Were you one of the eight, or is she like, you know, I don't want you involved? Oh, no, no. She's one of the eight. She was, okay. I was, sorry, I was one of the eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, that's a legitimate question. She could Totally be, legitimate question. I don't, want that, I don't want you to be, you know, this is my present. <laughs> totally. No, and that's something I'll ask. It's like in the, when, because it's, it's weird, because I'll post like a, what they call on Reddit, a success story. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you put a personals ad up, or you answer an ad, and it goes well. Like, somebody or both put up like, the, the recap of it so like I'll put a recap up and then I'll get messages from women saying I want that or I saw the glory hole success story like I I want to come to that or I want so the first thing I just be like let's talk about what you want what you don't want um what sort of physical requirements you have like what boundaries do you have and and whether or not I'm a participant is certainly part of that now yeah. if someone said like I want you're a stranger and I want you to organize me a gangbang and you can't fuck me I might be like I'm gonna have to get something out of this so yeah. we can talk compensation or maybe she like you know knows someone who books like uh, a great comedy show and then I'd be like okay like we could has that, ever been, has that ever been the payment that you get booked at a comedy show? No, but you know, I feel like if you put things out into the universe, they can come back to you. Yeah. Uh, so if someone's like, I can get you on whatever the knitting factory is after the pandemic. I'll be like, I'll throw you three gangbangs. I don't care. I, <laughs> yeah, you're training sex for spots. That's that is something that has never been done. I, it's something yeah. I've never heard of. And no prosecutor has ever tested it in a court of law. So I just think I'd be safe. Well, it's it's technically the barter system. You're bartering. Oh my you're, god! You're mm-hmm. fucking. You're literally fucking your way to success, but <laughs> it's not in the traditional way of fucking your way to success. Well, after I threw the four gangbangs, I wanted to set up like a, a an actual fancy fulfillment service. So, like, I talked to a lawyer like unofficially, sure. and he was saying like the big barrier is sure this isn't like super prostitution illegal, but he's like mm-hmm. in theory if you wanted to publicly promote this, which is what I would have wanted to do, right, you know? Right. Um, I would have wanted to, like, I was like, if we're gonna do it, let's go big. But he's like, well, let's say somebody wants a gangbang. They pay you to throw the gangbang. And these dudes come in. In theory, if you have like an over-enthusiastic DA who's like anti-sex work, they might try to bring you up on sex trafficking charges. Yeah, I was gonna say like- For yeah. trafficking all these poor horny men who just wanted to fuck a lady for free. Yeah, right. adult so, men. It's all people over, and it's yeah. all like, they're coming to you, you're not, I mean, you're offering your services, of course, but you're not like, <laughs> you're not grooming people, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so that, that uh, whole process, that yeah. whole plan is on hold. Uh, but yeah, until Tiffany Caban is the DA in New York, yeah. then, you know, then right. I feel like I'd be safe. But yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, cause you are like, it's, it's like, you're, cause, you're either, I mean, I guess if let's say you're, you're like organizing this, sure. do people ask you to be involved or you're just like, I want you to organize, but I don't want you to be involved or is it both? So, I mean, I don't know that they like come out and say like, let, well, let's just say they want the gangbang more than they want to fuck me. That's fine. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But usually I, you're a part of the things that you're setting up. Look, this is a stranger who reached out to me and wants yeah. something they saw I did. I don't, I'm not offended. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, but yeah, so it just depends. But I, I do ask that question. I was like, so, and I tell them like, hey, no pressure. Like you, the answer doesn't have to be yes. 
do you want me to be a part of it? Yeah, of like, course. Because you also don't want her to be like, oh, I guess I'll fucking so I can get this. I'll be like, right. don't be judging. <laughs> like, let's come up with something else. Uh, no, yeah, I'm here to help you. But yeah, also, this sounds like fun. <laughs> get 20 friends to subscribe to my podcast. Maybe we can make that work. <laughs> mm -hmm. As the other fun thing is like when I do the Reddit ads, whenever I have to recruit for like a group sex event, the way I help filter through the dudes. And this is why I recommend to a lot of people, especially women, um, if you want to like at least um, sort of sift through the bullshit is I, I insert brown M&Ms into, uh, you know, the story of brown M&Ms? Yes. No, no, I, I don't know the story. Explain. I forget if it was like Rolling Stones or Seinfeld, but like there's like this mythic story of someone had a writer that said, we want in the green room a bowl of just brown M&Ms, or I think it was M&Ms without the brown M&Ms. Yeah. Okay. And they go mm -hmm. and they check the M&Ms first, because if that's right, then everything else is actually important got done. Oh, okay. So yeah. at the end, I'll put in like, you know, to make sure they've actually read this post is like, do you, you know, give me whatever information I need, whether it's like email address, stick size, whatever, things like that. Mm. And then I will say, and send a screenshot of you subscribed to the man Whore podcast. <laughs> oh. So like anytime I have to organize a gangbang, I jump to like number one on iTunes in the sex category for the day. <laughs> Cause I get like all these new subscribers. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Rohan, that we rocks. gotta put that. Okay, we gotta do that. Yeah, we gotta do that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That rocks, dude. Damn. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just a big fan of like everyone knowing that like whatever they want to do is attainable, most likely um, in some way, form or fashion and that they can be done safely. Because like especially, you know, a lot of women will say like, I want that, but it just seems so unsafe. And I was like, well, that's why you need assistance. Like, it, you know, if you're doing a group sex event with a bunch of dudes and just you have a friend, are you mm -hmm. going to go to um, a random guy's house and blow him through a glory hole? I tell this to sometimes, to sometimes to the glory hole, I'll be like, send my address to a friend for yeah. your sense of safety right like yeah so i always someone knows hey if i turn up dead this was the address whatever right. like there's there's safety things you can do as well and i, and I think what, that's all important this is this is the question i always had about glory holes for like for like oh. you know straight straight sex what do women get out of it in like a straight thing if you're not getting fucked like what do you get out of it by just giving head just like the some people like giving head no some they like giving really head like sure giving but head. like it just seems that's that's and i don't i yeah. Those women, I applaud you. <laughs> I applaud you. But usually it's like, you like giving head to people that you like. You don't just like like giving head to people that you don't even know or like, you know, or if you're trying to impress somebody, like, okay, we're right. Wow, okay. That, I, I feel like the wording there is a little... Mm, oh, my little suspect. <laughs> That's not what I meant. You know what I meant. Oh, God, I'm getting I mean, canceled. Two Rohan, weeks ago, I've said, I've said horrible <laughs> things, not on purpose. But you know what I mean. It's well, Rohan, do you like to just objectively eat pussy? Yes, I do. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, same thing. There are some people who, I mean, I know it seems weird to, I don't, you don't suck dick, right, dude? No, uh, so, me? I, no, I don't. Right. So, you and I don't like sucking dick. So, it yeah. might be difficult for us to understand why someone would ever want to put that in their mouth and not have nothing else to gain from it, except yeah. there are plenty who really enjoy. That's great. No, it's just, just sucking a dick. And it's just, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm listen I'm happy they exist I just was wondering like what they I, I, I just truly yeah it, but it just it's not like they don't it's just that they don't even know you other than your dick so it's just yeah. like oh wow like sure I would to your point if you were like would you eat like a random pussy that you saw in like a pussy glory hole or whatever I'd be like yeah okay I would do it yeah yeah that would actually be awesome yeah and I mean like on reddit they have random acts of muff dive so like that's Matching mouths with pussies. Uh, there's also really? random acts of blowjob, of course. So it's like, 
Yeah, some people just really like giving oral sex. I mean, I just had um, someone message me on OnlyFans and she said like, I love watching a guy get head and I love hearing him moan from mm -hmm. the head. So like some are just like, it's the mo they may not know me, whether or not they know what I look like, they might be like, this, these moans are really fucking hot. So, and I caused those moans. And then maybe that's what turns them on. That's, I mean, you gotta that, yeah, that's individual that really sucker. But like, you know, it's. You have an OnlyFans as well? Yeah, you know, times are tough. We got to. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you, okay, this is my question about the OnlyFans. Cause I guess there has been some level of controversy about it. Do you mm -hmm. have to do sex stuff on there or no? No. 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 Okay. It's just, it's a platform that sex workers went to early on because there were such loose rules yeah. around nudity right. and pornographic content mm -hmm. and but like there are chefs who have an only fans there are models oh, okay. and fitness people where like they don't even get naked they just like take these really fit thirst traps or they're nude but they don't show sure. stuff there's also it's pretty much just a page it's like if patreon yeah, is yeah, just yeah. an instagram okay. but they take a bigger cut because Bella Hadid didn't like get naked on her OnlyFans or something, uh, and then Bella Hadid. <laughs> yeah, and then and then like people were like, I thought this was for sex stuff, and then you didn't give us the sex stuff that we promised, and then OnlyFans had to do some like change of their policy. Well, what what was the deal with that? Uh, and I'm willing to be corrected if someone listening yeah, has me better too. information, but like to my knowledge, after talking to a bunch of my friends, it was like. Uh, OnlyFans didn't actually change the policies because of oh, Bella okay. Hadid. They claim it happened to be something they were already thinking about. And the changes that did get made were for new accounts, not for like pre-existing ones. Oh, okay. mm. um, I think because of pandemic, a lot of people are turning OnlyFans. And I think they're starting to like yeah. try to avoid fraud. Or maybe it was because of Bella. I don't know. But it didn't yeah, affect yeah, yeah. people who were already on the platform. Bella promised to show nudity. She said that she was going to be naked. And then yeah, she yeah. sent out a $200 unlock message. Right. And then she was like naked, but showing absolutely nothing. Or I think she maybe was just topless and showing nothing. And it's like, fuck you, Bella. Show your goddamn pussy. Like, yeah, 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 right. She, she tried to make charge whole... $200? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that seems to be like fraudulent. <laughs> it, it was definitely fraudulent. And, then, and what happened to OnlyFans is they had to like shove a shit ton of refund money. Because normally yeah. when they have to do refunds, it's here and there. They had to do like what I heard, I think it was like six figures worth of, shit. of returns, of refunds. And that's like a lot of cash to send back. There are processing fees that go with that. So it's just, it really fucks things up because it was done at such scale. It's yeah. already mm -hmm. fucked up because it's fraudulent, but like if it could affect other sex workers, maybe they don't have the cash on hand to do the payouts for a couple weeks because they had to use all the cash on hand to do refunds, whatever it was. Uh, and, and the other thing that's so annoying was that Bella was out there going like, um, well, I just, I wanted to like bring awareness to sex workers and I right. wanted to normalize. And it's like, if you want to normalize Ooh. sex work, show <laughs> your goddamn pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut right. up. Like that, it's not your fight to have. It's, it's also not your fight to profit from. Like, right, right. Like, bring, if, like bring eyes to the platform to give it to them, but to mm -hmm. charge $200. Yeah, talk about, start like, a yeah. podcast on your Twitter, like point out some OnlyFans yeah. that you like, like, you <laughs> yeah. know, throw, throw, yeah. And that was throw. the other thing. She would like, she was saying, oh, I'll retweet like people's OnlyFans. And then mm -hmm. she only retweeted like thin, young, white chicks. Some sure. of them I don't even think did actual, like didn't do any nudity. So it was like, yeah. you're not doing anything to like normalize right. it. Allegedly there's a movie she was working on and claimed this other guy was going to help her with. And he was like, I don't know this one. I, uh, me, I, I love, I love that part of the internet where someone's like, I'm working with someone. And then so the other person's like, what? No, I'm here. I'm also on the internet. No, no, no. We're yeah. not, I don't know her. Like, yeah. I love that. 
And it's like, you know, what'd you do? Like she allegedly made like a million or two million in her first couple of days on. And you know what? Like, yeah, some people are salty about that, but whatever. Most sex workers don't care that she made a bunch of money. It was like how shitty she was about it. Right. And again, it's like, what'd you do? Like, you already have money. Like, do, did you donate to sex worker mutual aid funds? There is a pandemic and like in-person client work can't really do that safely. Like maybe you could do that. Did you do it? No. Then shut up and show your pussy. <laughs> yeah. Or just shut the fuck up. Like, I don't, so that was frustrating for a lot of friends of mine. What do you do on your OnlyFans? Uh, so I am a weird uh, overlap of, like, comedy, podcasting, sex sure. talking. So, like, I have this audience that has allegedly wanted to see me nude for a while. Hell yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I had a lot of people who, like, they would say, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I don't recognize their name from the many years I've been on Patreon. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was like, oh, yes. Wait till I was getting naked, and they were like, "Actually, yeah, this was what this is the premium content I would actually pay for." Not wow. for episodes. I just want to see your dick, or you put something in your butt, or just be cute. Sure. Uh, so there was that. Also, just Instagram kept taking down the minimal amount of photos that made me feel sexy in my body. Because yep. And I wasn't even like naked in these photos. I mean, they took down a video where I pulled a microphone out of my pants. So oh, weird. It's very weird. So I just wanted a place where I was like, can I make a few bucks and then like also feel sexy? Yeah. I yeah. Have, like some, I have like really big body issues. So just, it has been cool to see that, you know, the, with the money that's been coming in on OnlyFans, I can still hate my body if I want to. I sure. can irrationally say I don't feel sexy. But what I no longer can say is that I'm not hot. Because like yeah. this body brought in rent money. So it's like, I can't think that I'm not hot. I can hate myself, but I'm not allowed to say I'm not hot because like uh, there's a, my bank account disagrees. And that's, that's so funny. Kind of fun. No, that's really great. That, that truly very great that yeah. you can make that distinction between, oh, like uh, I hate myself, but uh, I hate my body. I hate the way that I look, but I am hot. Like, I, that's no, no, that, that's, that's a very, very, as somebody who hates their body, I can yeah. tell you that's a very hard <laughs> distinction to make. It's, it's tough because like hating my body is one of my favorite pastimes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my I totally. relate to that so hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I did burlesque. I've only done burlesque one time, but it was because I was like, I was going through this period of my life where I was like really having a lot of body issues and really hating the way that I looked and really feeling unsexy. So I like signed up for... It, it sounds like a movie that they would have made in the 90s, but it, I signed up for this burlesque competition uh, to challenge myself, but also to be like, people are going to see you with few clothes on on this date. Because like, normally I've been made fun of for like appropriating Amish culture, the way that I just dress with everything covered. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to try this. And I did it. I got second place. Hell yeah. I feel very good about it. But now I can be like, you know what? There is at least I have a, I can point to a thing. It's like a little trophy. I can point to that and be like, yeah. at, there was a moment in time where for certain you were one of the sexiest performers in the room. Check. Okay. You Hell yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Can I ask what your burlesque name was for the act? Uh, sure. Sure. It was Annie Maytronics. I was a robot. It was fine. Oh, fun. that's yeah. That, I didn't even know you did this. This is something where I'm I did not know that I did this. It was 2016. It's a long time ago, but. In Boston? In Boston. Yeah. Where? Uh, uh, what is that place? Oberon. Middleset. Middle, uh, no, Oberon. Not, no, oh, it's like the bigger one. Yeah. Wow. That's Have all. Have either of y'all done the naked comedy show? I won't. Oh, any? no, no. I, I, yeah, no, 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 no,
No. <laughs> no. That's I don't want to see it... my friends naked. I never, I don't, Rohan, I love you, but if I ever saw your penis, oh, yeah. I don't no, know no, no, that no. we could be friends anymore. I just, I don't want to know what your penis looks like. I'll, I'll oh, think that... about it every time I see you, and I don't want to do that. To me, honestly, it wasn't the naked thing that it made me not want to do it. It's just that, like, I got to get naked to do comedy. Like, I'm not doing that for stage time. You know, like, <laughs> I put those two I put those two things together, and I was like, my body issues and my comedy are different. <laughs> sure. Well, it was nice. Like, Andy, I know he's been doing he, – he was doing that show in Cambridge for over oh, yeah. a decade. You know, he, yeah. paid, he paid comics. Oh, yeah, fun, of course. He would pay that, and the, the naked roast battle would pay. It's I mean, it hurts your soul, but, you know, I remember that paid. <laughs> Uh, yeah <laughs> and everyone who did and to be and to be completely everyone who has done the naked comedy show in boston has said that oh this was very worth it i'm glad i did it like the crowd was good it was great. like it, it feels like the first i've heard people say it feels like the first time you're doing comedy again because you're up there naked and mm -hmm. like i've heard only good things about it it's just yeah. that in my head i can't be like <laughs> you're doing so much shitty shit for stage time this is the one thing I'm yeah but like it's not for stage time it's like it's good yeah. stage time like i yeah, no, no, you're good, right fun it's also <laughs> like the first place i saw eric andre in person back when oh. it was the uh, he had the show in new york like yeah. <laughs> uh I also saw Mike Lawrence do it a, a bunch of times. So it was like, like I saw when I first started doing comedy, like I saw Mike Lawrence naked probably a few times more than I saw him on like normal shows. <laughs> Cause he would do the show a lot. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fun times. Uh, but, but again, yeah, it does recreate that first time on stage. That first time being nervous. Yeah. Wow. So you did burlesque. Oh, I can't believe so... you didn't know this. No, I, I didn't. Rohan should like, do some boylesque. Boylesque, yes. I've I've been to burlesque shows, and the amount of positivity in the room is very nice. Something I'm just like not used to at all, but happy to engage in. Uh, but the one time I went, there were two guys, and I don't remember what the one guy did, but the other guy just fucked a pie on stage, and I thought that was very funny. They had like a they had like a towel, and then they opened it up. You didn't see their dick. There was just a pie on their dick. And then they laid down on stage and started fucking the pie, and it was really funny. I okay, the cleaning crew. I just wow. I have a lot of that. Just seems very messy. I it was a little. Messy. I'm a, I really got tip the back staff mess. on that. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Oh, but just was wasting a pie. Just... No, it was good. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was funny. Okay. <laughs> was he erect during the entire fucking, or like, is he at some point just like? sliding some soft shaft into I, a it was like it was not a i, I would oh, say that it was not a, a particularly subtle fuck it was just like literally banging the pie like you're going up and down on the pie so you can't really see his dick because i guess the angle that i was at was like and it wasn't for very long it was like probably for like 15 seconds at most okay but it was, you know, there was a little dancing and all that it shit. It was dancing before the pie. Yeah, of course, of course. Like, was it was like a reveal. To, like, was the theme the movie American Pie? I don't remember. Okay, I, just... I was like, a theme is very important to me. You know I love a theme. Yeah. So yeah. I would need oh to make sure gosh. it was internally consistent. So it was just like a boom, 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 boom. Like, a way that, you know, you worry about fucking a woman. You know, like, it's just like you're going too fast. You're, okay. you're, you're the jackhammer. You don't want to be the jackhammer guy. Right? Is, that, is that wrong, Kenise? Uh, I mean, there's occasionally, you know, there's times for jackhammering, um, but yeah. a lot of people just default to that, and you're like, right, yeah, yeah, I'm no, sorry, no, no. but why? Yeah. But, Billy, but you were you work your way up. Yeah, you got to work into it. Uh, Kenise, if you love good uh, themes, there used to be, I don't know if it's still around, but there used to be a show in Philly. It was like a monthly burlesque show. Uh, it was the first burlesque show I ever went to. Uh, I went with a date. They 
every month they would do, the theme was a director's body of work. Love it. I have a Steven Spielberg thing, theme, a John Hughes theme, whatever. So this, I go out to like see my fuck buddy uh, many years ago in Philly. And she's like, we're going to go to a burlesque show. I was like, oh, cool. And uh, the theme was Stanley Kubrick. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So they did like The Shining and they did um, the, the Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. And, they, and they closed it with uh, Clockwork Orange. And yes, they did that scene. And it was like very uncomfortable. Sure. <laughs> Why wouldn't they do Eyes Wide Shut? They did like right all of them. <laughs> yeah, when you think Stanley Kubrick, you definitely think joy. You definitely think <laughs> the wonders of the human body. But you come definitely on. Think. <laughs> Rohan, how funny would the Wes Anderson night be? Oh, though? yeah. Come on. Oh. The Wes Anderson burlesque, everyone would have to wear Paisley. They'd have to change the background. Be, oh, God. It would be <laughs> the, the little classical music and like little draping, like yeah. curtains around it to make a frame within a frame. Oh, my God. It'd be. It'd be too much, but also very cute, and I'd love it. I would okay. I would there would have to be a narrator okay, for I'll, every. Okay, I'll put scene. it on. I'll organize. And Bill Murray will show up, uh, like yeah. he does, to random things. <laughs> there would have to be a narrator for each burlesque. Oh my god, I would hire Alec Baldwin to do the narration. I yeah. don't. <laughs> he's got a good. He's got a great. He's got voice. a good narration. <laughs> Damn that. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> and it's just in Philly, okay? Because like in Boston, there was I know. Because I feel like in Boston, there's more overlap between the comedy and burlesque community. Like sure. every comedian in Boston has done a burlesque show. Like it's yeah. just who's also booking and paying you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm like, hmm, I'll talk, to, I'll talk to the Boston people about this. I think they'd be down. That's also, yes. yeah. That's also a thing that boggles my mind about like burlesque and also drag. And I understand why I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying um, it's, it's mind boggling as a standup because they expect to be paid their first show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, they don't have open mics for their drag, right? It's like, yeah. no, your first time on the stage, you expect to be paid. And I'm like, excuse you? <laughs> you break your ass at shitty basement. Yeah years to maybe get ten dollars one time yeah what the audacity <laughs> of those communities that, i know it's, it's the pay for the costumes and outfits and shit but also like you know we pay with our hearts and souls and yeah 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 with it's our all, bad experiences it's, it's, we've been trained because that that is the right way to do it you should get, everyone should be getting paid regardless of how good you are if you're on a show or something and like it's or just if you're so, on a show that people are paying to come yeah see. people are paying to, oh sense. yeah for sure yeah. i'm sorry that's what i meant yes, if someone's making money i should make money if no one's making money but the bar then i'm like whatever yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but like for the most part it should comments should be getting paid if people are paying tickets for the show regardless of how good they are and like we have just been so conditioned to not feel that way you got to pay your dues you got to do this yeah you gotta do that, blah 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 when it's just like just the basic level of fairness to be like everyone should get a little bit of a cut <laughs> like uh and in comedy we have for many reasons uh uh thought taught ourselves to believe that that is the wrong way of going about things because that'll make us not funny yeah, yeah. You, you, we, we we fetishize the struggle yeah of right stand up and forget mm -hmm. that like there are better ways like i hope yeah. that's something we we exit out of this is that you know all these like indie shows we do if they're not like in a bar where you can't really section off the audience no, we, like, yeah. i hope we start charging again i remember um yeah. like i don't know like many like a, a long time ago you know there were some independent shows that started trying to charge like 
$5 and put their stuff up on Eventbrite, five, 10 bucks. So that at least people would like are searching Eventbrite and they look for comedy and they see your show next to like the comedy clubs. And it looks like more affordable comedy as opposed to free comedy, which looks like desperate bad comedy. Yeah. I hope we all start to value ourselves to go like, we should be able to charge a, some sort of currency paper to come into a comedy show and then like we'd split that with comics. I hope that's a self-esteem we can come out of this with instead of like desperately trying to like go to bars and begging them to let us have this says, fuck yeah. you, we are value, we are entertainment <laughs> and we can do this somewhere else. Absolutely. Yeah. We took donations at the end of our show and like that, the people are willing to pay. Like it's yeah. very obvious that people are willing. What was weird is actually the good shows, people paid less, but the bad shows, people paid a lot more. It was very weird. <laughs> the guilt of being a part of the audience where you're like, okay, we're coming, we gotta Ooh. get across the, the yeah, track. it's like, gotta, here's a bucket, here, uh, put some. And then, and, but the good shows, they're just like, everyone's like, wow, what a great time. Thank you. And oh, it's wow. like, oh, no put money. Out your money. <laughs> yeah, I, went, I was like, oh, so put some money in. But the bad shows, they're always like, they're always like, we had fun. And they'll put like $20 in. I'm like, what? I think they're just kind of like, you guys should go try law school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the good shows are like, oh, they must do this professionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is it's just the workout for them. It's like almost the exact opposite. But Billy, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, we should be charging for shows. And that should be the expectation. You know, whatever, five bucks at the door or something. For like, especially for most comedy shows in New York, there are a lot of good comedians that are getting. Yeah. Through. Like you see lineups of like killer comedians and it's just a free show. And you're like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. Right. No one's getting paid for that. So, no, I agree. That's what, I mean, that's really what sex work should be like too, right? Like, we should be everyone, like the Pornhub sites and what? stuff should all be like banned because we should I was like, I thought you I'm, were about to say we should all start charging the fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any sex should be we, it, with a fee structure. <laughs> that's how it's going to work from here on out. If you want to come, that costs money. No, nope, okay. you're right. <laughs> No, it's that they did the same thing, right? It was available for free for everybody. It still is available for free if you really want it. So everyone, no one pays, and no, and we okay, created, okay. Oh, you mean porn specifically? Porn, yeah. And okay, we, I was like, well, and I, I mean, think more importantly, like, we've created the expectation that you don't have to pay. Got right? it. Like, yes. I'm at like like paying for porn, in whatever. We're in live in New York. We're involved with uh, artistic communities that were, they've had these type of discussions, but like regular people. You tell them pay for porn, they're like, wow, you must be desperate, bro. You know, like, can't get laid. And it's like, no, this is like yeah. the fair, equitable thing to do is mm -hmm. to pay whatever, pay money to a performer if you're seeing them naked or you're seeing them have sex and they put it on their website or whatever, yeah. or on Pornhub I, too, like pay, pay them. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know if any of y'all saw that, um, that New York Times article last Sunday about um, Pornhub's problem. And then Pornhub had a really, this week, uh, Pornhub had to make a big announcement, no more anonymous uploads, you can't download the porn on the site anymore, and Ooh. they're going to increase their moderators because, you know, they were having, like, child porn problems and revenge yeah. porn problems. Um, and, you know, a shitty thing that came out of that is Visa and MasterCard still decided to not allow um, Pornhub to use their services, and which sucks for the... What? Because, like, you know, they use that to pay performers. Yeah. Uh, but But the other thing is, like, you know, the reason you pay for porn in part is because you get that guarantee that it's not child porn. Like you get to know that you are not jerking off to an actual rape. Sure. That's what there's like usually, you know, if it's professional done porn uh, or if it's done first person, like by the actual performer, yep. you know, on like an OnlyFans. But if you're watching something on Pornhub or browsers, whatever, there's that title card in the beginning. And that's the, that's the legal thing that says everyone here is 18. 
everyone here consented. A lot of porn studios like to do those like interviews up top to just be like, no one's being coerced right now type of stuff. It's like you pay to ha to know you're not jerking off to rape. And like, that's the cost of it. Because otherwise we just let anyone upload shit willy nilly. You don't have that check on mm, that. No. Because it's impossible if it's with that many videos. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you gotta pay for your porn and you also pay for your porn so that people can keep making porn. Cause they're yeah. not gonna keep doing this double anal for free forever. You gotta, yeah, you gotta pay. Sure. And if you are gonna watch free porn, watch it on Pornhub, um, a site like a Pornhub, because uh, Pornhub at least does like revenue shares with their, you know, with the verified talent. So mm -hmm. at least like all that ad revenue um, for all those eyeballs, like at least the performers get something from it. When you right. when you take shit for free, um, it really fucking sucks. You know, I mean, porn used to have craft services. They don't have craft services anymore. Usually, that's not yeah. a standard, but they used to. Yeah. When people paid, people, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's, it makes it more exploitative when you don't pay. And I think that the most, I think that the thing is, is that uh, like it, sex and sex work is just so still so stigmatized by mm -hmm. the broader society. And I didn't mean that like, oh, we're comedians. So we, we're not stigmatizing sex workers. They, 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 I mean, we are like, right. There's so many people that continue to do it. The point being is that they've had, we've, we're used to these kind of discussions about who should get paid and who shouldn't. But I think that when it comes to sex work, uh, those discussions aren't being had at a broader national level. It's in the community, which is good, but also like needs to happen and needs to like, you know, if you're learning about sexuality for the first time and you're like a 13 year old, you should know like, Hey, if you're going to watch porn, like this is what's happening. And like, you should be paying for it. <laughs> you should be paying for it. But also like, this is, uh, this represents yeah. fantasies, mm -hmm. not reality. Yeah. And you're going to have sex one day maybe mm -hmm. or you don't have to but probably and like it's not gonna go exactly like exactly. this and you have to have like conversations <laughs> like these people are being paid they are yeah. like they're consenting if you want to do this to doing. a lady with no conversation you can pay for that yeah, yeah. Like, the, porn yeah. is the fast and furious of sex right it's like yes. you can drive a car like that but there was a lot of planning that went into it didn't happen willy-nilly yeah and also we don't normally drive cars like that uh and, and rohan what you say to like you know payment and entertain i mean that kind of that goes to like all entertainment. I think once Napster hit, we kind of all got really entitled to free entertainment mm -hmm. and you gotta pay for some of that. And it's sad to see the entitlement to free shit, but I will say it is nice to see as these like creator first platforms like an OnlyFans or like a Patreon or others um, that people are starting with the internet. Like they're starting to like get really into specific entertainers that they dig and they do throw some monies at them whether it's a ticket or a piece of merch or a patreon yeah, or whatever so that's sure. been kind of cool to see that like we now don't need the middlemen as much so we just need a like a twitter account or an instagram and totally. like a patreon and we can find our people and we can find a thousand people to give us a little bit of money instead of one big thing to give us a bunch of money who sends it to more people may yeah. mean we reach less people but like means that someone like me can like make a living doing a stupid sex show and you can be and it's it's at your you are in creative control you have all the integrity there's nobody controlling what you can and can't say mm -hmm. and so while that you know whatever that's a that's another topic but it's just like you you whatever integrity you feel the show has it's all based on you right mm -hmm. it's not because you know you had someone giving you a note that you don't know or like you know whatever it's like you control all the content that you produce you're getting paid you might reach a hundred thousand people instead of a million people mm -hmm. and those hundred thousand people really like you yeah. and really like they pay you and you can make a living and like 
they dig your work. So it's like, that's, that's better to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. So all you love about townies, okay, go, mm-hmm. go send money out in that Venmo and cash up to your two awesome hosts. Yeah, exactly. I'm send saying. us money. I will take your money. Thank you. Yeah, we'll take uh, your I, money. Love, <laughs> I love money. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna, You're not going to see my vagina. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Fine. That's a, yeah. just a just a statement, just a fact. No, um, you're not going to see my penis either, but you know, I'll talk about it if you want to talk about it. <laughs> I'll talk about my penis with you. We would can you see wouldn't talk about your vagina on OnlyFans with somebody? The thing is, I have so many jokes about my vagina. It's kind of <laughs> like it feels like why am I like it's, I feel so comfortable getting on stage and telling like truly a five minute like a five minute chunk about my vagina. But if it was like a conversation one on one and someone asked me about my vagina, I'd be like. Whoa. Okay, that's inappropriate. Wow. Um, uh, so I don't know why this line exists, but it does firmly exist for me. And it would be really hard outside of the context of being on stage for me to describe, talk about my vagina. See, weird, because like I uh, now charge money for people to see me do some sex acts, but also I don't talk about the, I don't describe my penis on stage. Yeah, that's <laughs> my boundary. As well, oh, yeah. look, I'd rather just show it to you if you have to ask. <laughs> Please don't make me find. It's one of those things you have to be there. Just you have to be there to understand. You know, like it's not a thing that you can just talk about. You just got to be in the moment, looking at it. <laughs> what? Okay, Rohan, what was that hand motion for the listeners? Uh, Rohan did like almost like if you were to demonstrate what a comb over is. Yeah, uh, he did that over Some his own head. Now here, now we can talk. Get. So my penis doesn't do this, but I have seen penises that do that. They have a lilt to it. Have you ever seen a lilted penis, Canise? Yeah. <laughs> a lilted. An penis? Irish penis? Yeah, sure. Is that what? Wait, what? No, a lilt. I just associate lilt with the way that Irish people talk. So just like <laughs> a lilt, a little, a, a little penis, a little penis. <laughs> <laughs> a little penis. But I, I can't do an Irish accent, but that's as close as I get. But that sounds like you're saying a little penis, and that's no, not a lilt, a lilt, a little penis. <laughs> A little lilt penis. Wow, say that sometimes. Yeah, there we go. See, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some penises that have a lilt and mine doesn't. And mm-hmm. I'm not. And and I think that and I've seen them like when you go to the gym or whatever and you're changing and you see guys with lilted penis, you're like, damn, that's a good penis. You, you know? look at dicks in the gym. I used. I mean, not not. I'm not like actively looking, but you see them. Like okay. you. Like when you're in the locker room, you're just like, oh, really? that like, person. Do you like look I'll, away? I'll, I'll, I, yeah, I mean, of course. Just... You get a you get a glimpse, and then you you get a glimpse because you didn't weren't you didn't mean to get a glimpse, but you just did, and you were like, oh, and then you just turn away. Like you're not like looking. Right, but there's also tip unless like you're sitting on the bench and they are changing next to you. There's usually a height differential of where the penis and the eye line are. Well, this is the thing. I'm very oh yeah, I'm a t- I'm tall, <laughs> but but also like when someone like I'm I'm not very I'm not like very uh, I don't mind being naked in a locker room. So like. I will like take off my towel and then I'll like search for my clothes and then put on my underwear. It's like, see, that's you know, confidence. Like that's, like, I, I, see, I see that, that guy I'm in like... the gym and I'm like, that guy is strong. That guy doesn't <laughs> care. That, I'm, you can't make him cry. No, I, but I'm just like, what? I'm like, okay, whatever. Like uh, I, I'm just like, well, this is only going to be 10 seconds. So like, you know, whatever. And it's just annoying to have your towel on and you're just like looking through all that. So I'm just like, whatever, it doesn't matter. But and like, there are oh, other yeah, guys in the gym who are like that too. And so you just to see, you just see penises and you're like, oh yeah, this one's nice. This one's not nice or whatever. It's like, okay, like this is, it's nice to see. Oh, that one looks like mine. Okay. At least, whew, I thought that mine was the only one that was weird. You know, like that kind of thing. There's a little bit of, 
that, but I'm not actively searching. I'm going to get canceled. This is the episode that cancels <laughs> me officially. But I don't think I'm you're going to get canceled for saying that you notice <laughs> at the gym. Uh, but I, anyway, the lilt is something that I think is a nice quality in the penis. So if you listeners, if you agree, call me or not call me, you know, email us. But if you don't agree, also email us and tell me what is a nice penis for you. Are you, are you talking about the lilt, the way the, uh, the, the microphone on your headset lilts a little to the... <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It, it's usually a more pronounced lilt, I think. Yeah, it's more, it's more, it's a, more obvious. Okay, uh, before we leave, uh-huh. I do want to quickly address the news story just because I think it poses <laughs> oh, an yeah. interesting question. Just like it poses an interesting question. Okay, the mm-hmm. question being, uh, in the article, it is an article from, it doesn't matter. At any rate, they said they did a study, okay, and that, like, a lot of people would prefer to have good set or good skin over sex. So they oh, would yeah. give up sex if they could have good skin. Yeah, I think and it was that, sex for a year. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what is something, because for me, I can't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't no, give up sex thing. for you, a year for good there skin. There are a lot of disadvantages of being a brown person in this country. But one of the big advantages is we got naturally good skin, dudes. <laughs> a lot of us, we got naturally good skin. Not everybody, but a lot of us have naturally good skin. So, you know, I, I didn't I didn't relate to those people because I was yeah. like, no. Denise is 45, but she looks great. She looks like yeah. 73. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Billy, you don't know how old I am. I don't I have no idea. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I am yeah, not 45. If any industry is listening, I've, I've, I'm listening to past Denise episodes. Is, I know Denise that that's Denise just a turned 21. Yeah, if uh, industry is listening, oh my God, I'm 21. So excited to be able to drink. It's going to be so fun. Oh my God, I've never been in a bar. Yeah. No, uh, no I, so, but, but I will say having dated... <laughs> a lot of white women, I, I understand why this is a big deal because they're just, it's, it's like skin issues is something I've never experienced in my life. The one body issue I've never experienced in my life, but, but watching other people experiencing it and I'm like, oh man, that must suck. Cause like, I don't notice any of this stuff, but you okay. do. Rohan, you've got great skin. Everyone. No, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But you know what I'm saying? This is yeah. like, oh, other people are like, I don't have great skin and I'm, I'm worried about it a lot. And I'm like, oh shit, I never think about that. I'm but sorry. what is something that you do think about that you would be like, okay, if I can get this thing taken care of, I would go without sex for a year? Question uh, to both of you. Great question. I think, I mean, like, it's something I do have to think, probably take care of, but like, I need to go to someone that's about my foreskin because I got weird foreskin. So I need to get let, like, they could fix my foreskin problems, yes. I would give up sex for a year. Absolutely. Wow. All of my foreskin problems, you could, yeah, I would, I would ab- absolutely take a year off. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I've taken 28 years off. I can take, an, <laughs> you know, so. Uh, Rohan was an old version. Yeah. Billy. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we went three episodes without talking about it, which we is did. huge. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> which I is don't huge. think we've ever gone that long without bringing it up to be uh, I would wait, like, yeah, to figure that shit out. Okay. But, really? Uh, I just want to first point out that this study was, um, it was funded by a skincare company. Oh, okay. I, and I read you. it. I read the article. <laughs> yes. And uh, they had a bunch of other things. Like, here's other things people said they'd give up for good skin. But every, it was almost all of it was like a 20 to 22% of people said they would. So I was oh. like, it's just the same one in five crazy people who are just like, I need good skin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, okay. Um, I, I, I really can't think of much because of the, like, there's not really a lot that stands in my way because i feel like part of the reason we want good skin is to have sex and relationships so it's like 
I'm somehow surprisingly I'm also shocked by this but like doing okay there so I don't see that the skins I'm, I don't see what I'm gaining so mm-hmm. the only oh sorry not the skin um but just I think the only thing I can think of that I would like want is purely my own fucked up head reasons like if you're saying we can snap your fingers I lose 50 pounds and then and not in my dick that has to be we have to do one of those like, <laughs> dick same size dick same yeah. size yeah. we have to do one of those Aladdin things we're like okay we're gonna be real specific about some of the <laughs> and we have some clauses in yeah. here but like yeah 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 if, if I, you snap my fingers 50 pounds and like no sex for one year I think I'd do that but that's because I'm just so fucked up that like I want to be my college weight again mm. um but like ultimately like there, I don't think there's anything else that I would like give up for sex for a year I, because th- why would I need that like I already have the sex I don't have to yeah. do I don't have to get the good skin this oh I, I do uh, want to be try clear. Rogaine. I'll be like why they don't seem to care when I'm down yeah, there yeah. so like whatever <laughs> totally and yeah. I will say that I do want to say you know if someone was like world peace or like the end of poverty <laughs> I didn't have sex for a year yeah absolutely please like, okay I'm, Rohan I'm, we get it yeah You're you know like nice I don't want person. I don't want people to be thinking like oh like this selfish bitch <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about things purely part of my physical yes yeah. I think pandemic I could go for like world peace and whatever things but yeah seeing how the capital P people have acted so selfishly during pandemic absolutely. I don't think I care I don't think I care like, anymore. I'm like no, yeah fuck. fuck you guys you don't deserve world peace you wouldn't wear a fucking mask <laughs> right so no you don't get it yeah i want to i want to be i want to yeah this is only related to my own body <laughs> to yeah. give up sex yeah. i'm not giving up sex for other things uh uh I, the only reason i part of me is like actually you know what to be my goal weight maybe but i would get to my goal weight and then I would continue living my life the way that I live it now. And I'd get right back to my weight right now. So. 50 pounds for me, at least like that's still, that would be difficult to put on so quickly. You know mm. what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, okay, that gives me a lot of buffer room. Cause again, we've established, I can, this body can be hot. So cool. If I go to 50 pounds and I gain it back over a period of years, well, I'm still hot. Great. Like, yeah. awesome. like I, this I'm, the, I'm testing the, 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 the high end boundary of like mm. where I go from like hot to slovenly. This is a real insidious thing about weight that I really hate because I think about it a lot too. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I do think about losing weight and I have, and then you feel great. But then there is this overwhelming sense. You're like, I have to keep this weight off now. And that is so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Like the idea of like, like I'll lose 10 pounds and I'll be like, wow, great. I feel great. Like I'm going to, and then you have to like, I got to continue on this diet. I got to continue on this exercise regimen. I got to continue in this routine. And while routine is very good and really important, it's also like intimidating Mm -hmm. and can be really daunting. And, that's the fucking shitty thing about weight. Yeah. Well, I'm halfway through the book Intuitive Eating, so I'm trying to abandon diet culture entirely. Yeah. So very oh, yeah. difficult, but we're, we're, Dude, it, we're it, I hope we're trying. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's, but if it, you say it, snap it's, fingers and 50 pounds gone and I just got to give up sex for a week, I'll be, for a year, I'll be like, yeah, All sure. Right, that's, All right. I would love to see what that looks like again. Also, like the importance we place on weight is like not, it is, is, is overstated sometimes i think but whatever that's a yeah. different yeah that's another podcast that's <laughs> a whole podcast. yeah yeah exactly but anyway yeah. something that i do and Kenise, would you would you give up sex for a year for i mean you already got the good skin yeah. so is there something you would give up for a year um the, the weight thing is the one that sticks most in my head because it is like that is truly such an I mean it's such an issue for everyone but when it comes to like being a woman and living in a woman's body and having like okay if I'm having sex and I've been this way 
do I look disgusting? Like, it's just, it's, mm. it's such a thing that can, if you let it just run at the bottom of all of your thoughts. Um, so it would be nice to theoretically take that away as like, but even if I lost, like, and what I'm talking about is, is maybe 15 pounds. Even if I lost that 15 pounds, I've been 15 pounds below where I am now and I still had those thoughts. So I, I'm not sure that there's a thing that I could change about my physicality that would remove the underlying yeah. self-confidence issues. Yeah. What about, what if it was that you, they, what if the deal was they would take away those negative thoughts about your body? Yes. If you didn't have sex for <laughs> if you. I, if I no longer had negative thoughts about my body, Mm-hmm. And I was the fifteen pounds less. Oh, you want you want both? <laughs> oh, oh, I, I oh, was one or like the other. <laughs> no, no weight loss, but like you just lose the negative thoughts about your body. Yeah. Uh, then uh, yes, I would take that if it if it could be things that we can take out of our brains. Of course, yes, I would yeah. do that because oh my god, the amount like living free in this way, I think, would make me more successful, happier, a better person to other people around me because I'm not like deeply in that shit yeah i would okay yes 100 percent. i would take that nice yeah yeah no that makes sense i i, I would agree with that too it's been <laughs> very nice to have ne- to get rid of a lot of the negative thoughts i have i would yeah i would absolutely take those <laughs> for and not have sex for a year yeah i went three years in college i can do this <laughs> exactly <laughs> you just made quite the face yeah billy was just like oh my Ooh, god three years. that sounds uh sounds Long time. Uh, <laughs> before I was a virgin, I did over three years without sex, but uh, yeah, no, after. Did you lose your virginity longest? at three years old? Are no, you saying that no, crime happened? No, no, no. I was, okay, I was, I was like, what? I just meant I haven't, I haven't gone, I haven't gone three. Where did you grow up in my career? North Jersey. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm from Connecticut, too. so I'm like okay. a baby. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got it. What part of Jersey? Bergen County. Bur- oh, so you're like right next to the city. Yeah, I grew up right outside the city until I was 13, and I was in Connecticut for four years for for high school, and then I came here for college and never really Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. So, oh, yeah, you're basically a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Next year, old Mark, I've been here longer than I've lived in any other place. Nice. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're basically, that's it. Yeah. Nailed yeah. it. That rules. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are past the hour. Sorry for keeping you later. But <laughs> it's okay. uh, wanted to get our final thoughts. <laughs> My final thoughts is, man, if you wanna, if you wanna do some, some, if you wanna engage in a sexual fantasy, like go out and do it, and talk to Billy, talk to, go, go do it. It's if it's logistically possible, go fucking do it. I know I will as soon as I get consent from my girlfriend and also. (laughs) Both those things are equally as important. So, uh, (laughs) absolutely. I there was a lady on Tinder a few years ago who like she had a vorv fetish. Mm-hmm. Um, what fetish Vor? it's kind of like it, it, it's in the realm of like cannibalism fetish hers was more specifically cannibalism fetish and <laughs> okay. we didn't actually do it but like i was pitching her some idea she was like mm-hmm. i'm not even interested in sex and i was like and but she was insanely hot so i was like well here's some ideas of how we maybe could actualize your fantasy in a mm-hmm. way like you can put butter all over me like we can figure something out like you know mm-hmm. whatever you're interested in there's like probably a way we can trick your mind into thinking you got it so that, i mean that's just my I, it just makes me sad to think people aren't getting fulfilling their fantasies that they totally could that's just 
what I mourn for every that's what I cry about every night not child <laughs> poverty not you know yeah I just not, want people to come yeah nice exactly. you know that is kind of you yeah <laughs> that is on um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs coming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly my final thoughts uh since you you kind of took the one I was going with so I'll just uh, remind everyone hashtag pay for some of your porn mm-hmm. just some of it mm-hmm Hell yeah. Sex workers financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final nice thought thing. is, uh, yo, Billy, I'm going to hit you up about those logistic planning uh, skills because you know what? I am the age that I am and I don't have to live without doing the things that I want. So. Kanice is a girl in her young 20s who, you know, the <laughs> pandemic has has taken away her opportunity to really explore everything New York has to offer. Yes. And so... Man, if you're interested, in- no, don't. My first, my first rule. Uh, yeah, that's boundary, boundary. Uh, yeah, the, the, the men who listen to this podcast, you know too much. No, thank you. But if you know someone who might, then you can make a uh, connection. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. All right. Well, this is good. Billy, I feel like I've learned so much. My oh, brain yeah. has expanded the possibilities of what, like, what I think our possibilities has expanded. And I guess this is a sub, like, a clause A on my uh, final thought. <laughs> it will make me think, wow, if I know the logistics are possible, let me narrow down in what the actual fantasy is. So, like, if I now, instead of it just being, like, a vague thing, have to say, I would like this from this in this type of place, da 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 Almost like, doing the skills of like production designing or producing generally like now that i have to actually associate that with something i'm gonna make so many decisions so that i can do this well when the pandemic ends i'm so excited for you yeah i'm excited (laughs) but this is the thing too sorry just a side note when the pandemic ends bro billy you're gonna get a lot you're gonna be flooded with requests yeah So, um, yeah, he's, and he's going to be, and he's, but he's obviously going to prioritize you and me, Kanice, obviously, yes, yes, 100% of course, of course, of course. over the other, yeah, other, you know, very attractive people that message him, you know, <laughs> we'll be the top two attractive people that message yeah. him. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll let us do his thing. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> Billy, where can people find you on the internet? I do a, a podcast called The Man Whore Podcast, uh, A Sex Positive Quest for Love. Uh, no one ever cares about the subtitle, but I feel like with a <laughs> man whore, you got to like throw out, be like, no, 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 I swear this might like accidentally be feminist. I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly sure. women who listen. Uh, no, uh, The Man Whore Podcast, you can find it wherever you're listening to Love About Town. Uh, if you want to come thirst on me uh, on OnlyFans, uh, you can find me at OnlyFans.com slash Billy. And I'm on Instagram at Billy is Presida, P-R-O-C-I-D-A. Hell yeah. yeah. Rohan, where can people find you? At Rohan Pidea Cool Guy on Instagram, at I am Rohan Cool Guy on Twitter. Um, this podcast, for example, you can find me here. Uh, <laughs> you know, like the podcast, rate it, review it, say nice things about me and Kanice and Billy and our other guests. And, you know, like, just be kind and email us what's the email address canise yeah love about town podcast at love gmail. about town podcast at gmail.com email us your questions yeah. email us your thoughts tell us how great you think we are <laughs> you can find me on all the platforms at Kenise Mobley. That's K-E-N-I-C-E-M-O-B-L-E-Y. And that includes Venmo, baby. Give us mm-hmm. money. Give, Give us money. I, like it. I love money so much. Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell my DSA friends I said that. Uh, <laughs> <ooh>. <laughs> it's my favorite. Um, my bad. No. Uh, yeah. 
like, rate, review, subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone.